Hello, ladies, fellas, subscribers, everybody. Welcome to the Football Frame of Mind podcast, man. Uh, our weekly show, man. We're going to talk about uh, some NFL. We're going to recap, preview, man, and then talk about some uh, some college stuff, man, as we get closer and closer to uh, the college football playoff starting, man. So, uh, But before we get into all of that, man, give a big shout-out to our sponsors, mm-hmm. Off the Ball Network. And uh, bet us man off the ball network, you know, great network. Have a good uh group of guys that you know we all share ideas and we all just do it. But the network itself has a lot of good uh podcasts, a lot of good material for you to look at, man. They have all the sports you can think of, man. So check them out. We tag them in all our videos. Um, then bet us one of the oldest sports books on the market man uh we got a link in our description man they take care of all your sports book needs man uh all the sports you can think of basketball baseball football you know horse racing nascar they got it all so uh they also offer help if you have a gambling issue too so uh check that out either way man there's always a link in our description man a great deal as well for first time uh users using our link so check it out um we are everywhere check out all of check out all of our material man all of our content uh we have so much content man from the beginning of the season till now previews catch up whatever it is that you want to do man but they're all we're everywhere man apple spotify uh deezer i mean Amazon, like wherever you get your podcast, we're everywhere, man. And lastly, but most importantly, man, check out our store, man. Uh, my boy Brandon said it's getting cold out there, man. So try to check out this hoodie, man. Check it out. Give us some feedback on some other stuff you might want to see in our store, man. So uh, I said, without further ado, man, let's get into this. How you doing, man? Man, we're good. Uh, I think before we even get into anything any further, I think we ought to give you guys a big shout-out and a big thank you because we are past 15,000. We're at about 15.5 subscribers. So, woo, man. We, uh, couldn't have did it without you guys, man. We've only been doing this six months, so the growth has been really good and really consistent. But, like, at the end of the day, we love making content. We love talking ball. But at the end of the day, like, you guys are the reason why we're here. And we would love to continue to give you guys more and more content. So, man, thank you for the people that are already subscribed. And maybe if this is your first time, hey, like the video, subscribe, comment, and don't forget to hit that bell notification so you don't miss a new video, short, anything like that. Like he said before, it's plenty of content for guys who want to watch videos, plenty of shorts, Plenty of reactions, plenty of top five lists, what if series, all kinds of stuff like that. So for all the people who have been here, thank you so much for the feedback. Thank you so much for the subscriptions. If anybody new, come check out the channel. Go check out the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, I said we're everywhere, man. Check us out, man. 15,000. Uh, six months into it, definitely wouldn't have thought that, man, but Definitely happy that, you know, we catching some uh, some fire, man. So, uh, but I said, let's get into this uh, this recap, man. Uh, week 15, you know what I'm saying? Can't believe we here already, man. Uh, obviously, we know who the pretenders are and we know who the contenders are. So, 
but this first game, man, we talked about it offline, man. Uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about this game that you want to talk about, man. Let's talk about that, man. Like, we got man, to- this game is pretty much a precursor to a conversation that I think me and you have been having for quite some time, and that is the Vegas Raiders and the Los Los Angeles Chargers. Held and froze over, guys. Brandon Staley is out of L.A. It's about time. You've been wasting the last two or three years of Justin Herbert's career. You've been wasting such a loaded roster with so much talent in a division where the way the Chiefs have struggled this year, man, this could have really been their year to really take a stand. But obviously, you guys have seen, I think they've only got four wins, maybe five total on the season, man. Uh, after the latest debacle, man, they gave up 63 to the Raiders when the Raiders don't even really have a starting quarterback besides their rookie quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, who hasn't played very bad. No. Uh, but that was the last that was the last leg on the table, man, and it finally gave and collapsed, man. And uh, I'm sorry, I don't want anybody to lose that job, but he wasn't qualified to have that job, and it, it just it showed week after week, and, you know, this, this past week, man, finally showed. So I hope they get a guy in there that can really – build this team up, build the culture, and really utilize the talent. Because, man, they really – I've been saying this. They're loaded on offense and defense. You've got Justin Herbert. You've got Eckler. You have Mike Williams. You have Keenan Allen. You uh, I want to say they drafted another guy, receiver, as well. In defense, you've got Khalil Mack, who's still playing really good. You have Joey Bosa. You have Derwin James. You're freaking loaded. So there's no excuse why you should be not even at least 500 at this point in the season. So. Best of luck to them, but definitely very happy to finally see them make that move and move on. Yeah, man. Uh, from what I was reading uh, on X or Twitter or whatever it is, uh, they said that uh, Staley was fired at, at halftime. Like, it was over with at halftime, you know. So, I mean, I was, I'm was i an Anthony Lynn guy, so I felt like Anthony Lynn had them in a better spot. I mean, you mm-hmm. add the fact that they end up picking up Khalil Mack, you know, so then they add, you already had Derwin James, you know what I'm saying? So you have all these pieces, you know, that fit what, you know, they want to do. And I feel like Anthony Lynn had him going the right way. I mean, he wasn't necessarily an offensive genius, which I feel like that's what you hired uh, Staley for, but he's, like, not working out, you know what I'm saying? So – like I, I just I'm just glad that he's gone because the team, like you said, is way talented than what you know they're playing like. And as we as you said before, you know, this is a down year for the AFC West. So definitely winnable had they won the games that they were supposed to. And I get that Herbert was kind of nursing an injury, but you can scheme around his injury if he can't throw the ball. Deep, mm-hmm. then just feed Eckler, you know, use him as another uh, uh, extension of the run game and his short, you know, passes or whatever. So there's a way you could scheme around the fact that, you know, Herbert's kind of hurt right now. So I, I don't, I don't, I'm just glad he's gone so they can, you know, rebuild and call it a day, man. Cause I think Quentin Johnson is a very good player a receiver for them. You know, I feel like he is going to be, whoever takes this job is going to have to find a way to use Quentin Johnson, man. He's like 6'4", 
You know what I'm saying? I love big, Mike Williams. long. Yeah, I love Mike mm. Williams, but he's always <clears throat> hurt. So he's not reliable enough for you to really build around. But Quentin Johnson is young. He's 6'4". He's long. He's fast. He's somebody that they have to use because Keelan Allen is not going to be there for forever. So, but mm -hmm. you know, like I said, I was actually really impressed with uh, Ethan Stick uh, as the backup quarterback. He did pretty good for a game that was kind of out of hand early. You know, like I said, two fifty-seven. Uh, three touchdowns and one interception. So that's pretty good, man. It's not terrible, man. But the Raiders, on the other hand, man, they weren't they weren't playing at all. And when you get into the game itself, right? Aiden O'Connell's looking like maybe he can be the guy. Maybe not. Don't just give him the reins coming into next season because, quite frankly, mm -hmm. they're still in the playoff hunt, six and eight. With a couple games left, you know, if you went out, anything's possible. You know what I'm saying? So, true. still possible for them to get it. So, before we even talk about next season, if he shows that if he can get them to win out, he's already booked himself as the starter coming into next season. And I mean, mm -hmm. he's shown flashes, man. Like I said, I feel like they need to feed Zamir White. Josh Jacobs, and I believe it's uh, – I forgot, Abdullah is the next running back. But they got three capable guys, right, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? If, if that's your identity, use them to take the pressure off of O'Connell. You got a three-head monster, man, and you got some really good linemen too. So I just feel like – they have a chance to really do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, this game got out of hand for the Chargers. But just looking at the whole picture, man, the Raiders have a chance to make the playoffs, man. Maybe a slim chance. But still, if you went out and take care of your business, you never know what's going to happen around you. So, But I think they mm -hmm. found an answer in Aiden O'Connell. I like I like what he's doing. But I think – you gotta you gotta build around your horses, man. You got three of them. You might as well use them. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you got Devontae Adams too, but I mean he's gonna do him regardless. So it's not really something that we gotta mm -hmm. talk about. We know how good he is. And he's gonna make a difference anyway. But you gotta run the ball to open him up. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you're gonna have one on one coverage with him all day, that's not cool. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. To any cornerback, because <laughs> he's that good, man. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it's a good game for the Raiders, man. Bad game for the Chargers, but it just, like I said, it's been a bad season for the Chargers. So we, yeah, mm -hmm. we, uh, we, we didn't. I got, a, I got another crazy. Uh, I got another crazy game. Me, you talked about last week that I think we need to touch base with. Yeah. A game that me and you. Uh, me and you agreed the outcome, and it did not go to the outcome that we expected. And that's Seattle and Philly, bro. Your red, your red alert better be going off right now because your Super Bowl pick is definitely in. Man, Drew Locke was looking like Missouri Drew Locke. Man, led them on a game-winning drive, man. Philadelphia, I told you, man, they can't if they can't score those points and utilize their offense correctly, man, that's gonna be trouble. And I the fact that so, they yeah. can, man, 
I told you, man. I, I said, I said, coming into this game, if Jalen Hurts passes for more, more than twenty-five times, right? It's gonna be an issue, man. Because that's he not the ball his over too. He, he didn't even complete like I don't, he barely completed over fifty percent of his passes, dude. One hundred forty-three yards and two interceptions. That's what I'm he saying. He only the only touchdowns he accounted for with the two on the ground. I mean, yeah, but my that that was my point last week. Mm-hmm. If, if if he passed the ball more than twenty five times, and he the leading rusher, that's not a recipe for success. You know, nope. like I mean, you just it's just not looking good, man. And the red alert's going off, man, for me. It's going mm-hmm. off, man. My Super Bowl pick isn't going too hot, man. You know. But since your Super Bowl pick has kind of been destroyed, I think I deserve the right. Well, to I had I had the Eagles in the I had the Eagles in the Super Bowl though. No, I, I thought you I had, had the Niners. No, I'm pretty sure I had the Eagles with the 49ers like coming up short. We're gonna have to roll the tape, man. Cause I could have sworn yeah. you said the 49ers and the Bengals. Well, either or, I mean, still to, not looking too bad if that's the case. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to roll the tape on that one, man. But yeah, way, my Super Bowl man. winner's already out because quarterback got hurt. So I mean, my winner is already out of the question. So it, it is what it is. Nobody could have pre- predicted that, unfortunately. Nah, nah, you couldn't predict that, man. But either way, man, the Eagles, you know, were a part of our NFC concerning, championship man. game. You know, that was part of our NFC championship game. So it was, you know, they're not looking good, man. I mean, like I said, I didn't think that Drew Locke would have did that. You know, I had he no idea. He played well, man. He played you know, really he's well. He's always been able to pass the ball. You know, he's always been able to pass the ball. So, um, yeah, he just hasn't been able to get his teams over the hump. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, you know, I like Geno, but I was like, I don't know, you know. But, like I said, they seem like they really um, rode Kenneth Walker. Mm -hmm. They rode Kenneth Walker uh, 86 yards, man. Like, bro, like he looked good, man. DK looked real good, too, man. You know, seventy-eight yards, man. He was he was slicing through that secondary. So, like I said, I I think Seattle is trending upward. I think they'll get mm-hmm. to probably a wild card spot, man. I think they could really do that. God damn, this dude here, man. All right. So back to back to Seattle, man. Uh Seattle is, you know, a team that's trending upward, you know. It's a big win for them, you know, big win for Drew Lock uh doing his thing. So like I said, I don't know, you know, what type of team they're gonna be in the playoffs, but I think they'll sneak in there. You know, like uh because the 49ers are going to win a division, right? So, mm-hmm. 
you know, the Eagles and the Eagles and Cowboys are probably gonna occupy two spots already, right? Yeah. So uh they got three they got three wild card spots, right? It's three. You got four division winners and three wild card spots, correct? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so let's just say that Philly wins the division, Dallas gets a wild card spot, San Fran wins their division. I gotta think that Seattle gets a, a wild card spot. They get and one then, of them, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So that's two spots already taken. Yeah. And if I gotta think about who the other team, I don't think anybody from the South gets in besides the division winner. Yeah. Uh, maybe Green Bay if they can finish the season strong. They're at six and eight right now. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So, all right. So, looking at the whole thing, you're gonna have probably the Cowboys and Eagles are gonna be in the playoffs, both of them. Mm-hmm. So either way, that's two spots, either uh division winner or wild card. So then yeah. you got the winner of, you know, the NFC West, which would probably be the 49ers. And then mm-hmm. you got the uh, Lions, and then you got the winner of the South, which could be anybody at this point, you know. <sighs> so uh, so I think – I'm still picking the the Eagles, so I got the Eagles mm-hmm. in there, the Forty Niners in there, the Lions, mm-hmm. and we'll mm-hmm. say we'll say the Saints. We'll say the Saints. We'll say the Saints. All right. So that four spot. Oh, so then you got the, okay. the Eagles. Or, I mean the Cowboys in there, and mm-hmm. then it'll probably be either. It's actually a deadlock between the Rams, who are eight and seven. And Seahawks are seven and seven, and well, then the Vikings are seven and seven, with the Packers being six and eight. Wow! So that one's gonna come down to week freaking eighteen, huh? Yeah, yeah. If everything holds steady, yeah. So you got, like I said, you got a crazy situation. You know what I'm saying? So, and then don't sleep on the NFC South getting two teams in there, simply because. The it's so close, you know what I'm saying? If any of these teams in there, because you know the division winner is probably going to be either nine and eight or less than that. That's the best record I think a person can get winning this division. You know, so anybody mm-hmm. coming underneath that's gonna have to either win out or get a tie somewhere or to get two teams in there, but. That last wild card spot is crazy right now. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those things like I don't think we've seen it as of late, but we've seen it probably like more years ago where like they had like five teams trying to finish for the last, and that's when they only had two wild card spots. But now you got like six teams trying to compete for our last spot. So I mean I don't know, bro. It just broke real cool this year, you know? Because Mm -hmm. like I said, the there's not really like a dominant team for real, except for the 49ers for real. They're like eleven and three. But you yeah. know, the last few years the Eagles was like fifteen, almost fifteen and one. You know what I'm saying? So they were like the dominant team. So they was beating every conference pretty bad. So uh but 
Interesting playoff race for sure, man. For sure. All yep. right. So let's get to this last game, man, before we get into this uh this preview, man. Yeah. So uh it was a game that me and you thought was gonna be close, and I think it's still another team that's really gotta put their red alert alarm on, man. That's Kansas City, man. They only beat New England by ten points, bro. And like those ten, those ten points didn't come until late in like the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter. The Patriots held on with them for a while, man. Uh, Mahomes throws for three hundred yards, throws two touchdowns, but later in the game, man, two interceptions, man. He's been turning the ball over a bit more lately. But I mean, when you've got Bailey Zappi running the offense across the field for me, I mean, you don't have to do a whole lot. Uh, he didn't really do anything. Obviously, our offense has just been disgusting. And just very ugly and just can't get any momentum going. I mean, we've already had – we're not even going to get into a crazy discussion about this. I mean, I'm hoping that they just draft Jaden Daniels at this point. I mean, we're sitting at 3-11 and on the year. I guess we'll see what happens. But if I'm the Chiefs, man, I'm still concerned, man. Like, that's not – you only had, like – Edwards Hilaire only had 37 yards on the ground, man. And, I mean, it's good that they have Rasheed Rice starting to kind of step out and, like, take some of that load off of Kelsey. But, man, like, that's concerning, man. Like, I'm not I'm not sold on them getting past Miami or Baltimore if they have to run through one of them. I'm not. I just – I don't see it, man. Okay, so when I'm looking at it, I get – that's a great point, man, that they still aren't looking that good, right? But – uh we talked about this game, though. We said that the Patriots was going to play some defense on them. And it was a pretty good game yeah. plan, if you ask me, you know, uh, to take away the run and force him to pass mm-hmm. because he's been kind of erratic lately. So you you forced two interceptions on Mahomes, right? So that's a concern. Yeah. But it's only a concern because we know who he's throwing to, which is nobody. So I I applaud the Patriots' defense in this one because you force him to make those plays, right? But he's got to be um, aggressive, more aggressive than Mahomes usually is because he's got to make some plays, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's probably got to compensate for a receiver being a little shorter than normal or running around a little longer than normal. Or mm-hmm. compensate for a receiver being slower than normal or faster than normal, which mm-hmm. can lead to interceptions because you're almost guessing, you know. Timing's and, off. Yeah, in the military, we call that Kentucky windage. You know what I'm saying? When you're trying to shoot your rifle and you just guess where mm-hmm. the target is, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's kind of where he's going right now. He's just guessing, mm-hmm. uh, trying to make things happen, man. And it's working sometimes, and sometimes it's not, man. So um, I think they're all frustrated, man, because the Chiefs have been kind of the boogeyman of the AFC, man. So you got to go through Arrowhead or wherever they call their stadium to win a championship. So now Mm -hmm. this year is not looking like that. So they're going to have to go on the road to win a championship, man, which is probably one of the more uncomfortable spots for a team that's been – the team, you know? So, um, I don't know, man. I thought, like I said, we talked about the Patriots playing defense on them. And I like the way that they're still playing, man. The team, this team is kind of lost. 
But you know, they still playing. And I think that's a credit to Bill Belichick, man, just showing the guys have pride, man. But you know what? They're they're this team, the Patriots team this year, wasn't really lacking defensive talent. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you got Judon, you still got Barmore in the middle. I mean, you got some JC Jackson. Yeah, so you got some guys, you know what I'm saying? that are interesting. The only thing that really hurt y'all is offense. That's it. Mm-hmm. I think this team on defense is a playoff team. I think if you if you put this defense with the Chargers offense, I think you would probably make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I definitely it yeah. If you just plug and play their offense with our offense and leave everything else the same, yeah. That yeah, team's probably going to win at least 10 games. You know, like I said, even teams with, like, pedestrian quarterbacks, right, look better than what, you know, the Patriots look like right now. They're not dogging your team, man. It's just yeah. – it, 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 Dude, it is what it is. I've said it for just, the last – forever, man. I mean – Like, it's just like I've never seen the Patriots just look out of whack like this. Now, I, I get it. You have, a, you have Tom Brady – and everything's kind of looks great, you know. It like it 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 looks great, and he makes everything look easy, right? But Mac Jones really looked good in year one, like he did. He looked like a uh, heir apparent to the guy, you know. Like okay, you know, saying he's, he hasn't had the experience to make the winning plays all the time. But that comes over time. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady didn't do that all the time. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, if they keep their defense together and just let him. All you need is a quarterback, dude. That's literally all you need is a quarterback. You know, so I was. The offensive line isn't terrible. You just need a guy who can call the shots, bro. Yeah, I was just shocked how they went with Zappy, you know, two weeks in a row, you know? (laughs) So, it's it's out of my hands. <laughs> so I was I was shocked, but I mean, like I said, and then like not getting a lot from uh from Zeke was another thing that kind of kind of felt weird. You know what I'm saying? Like at least you gotta feed him. You know what I'm saying? At least try to get him going. You know, but 25 yards ain't gonna get it, man. It's not. So, uh-uh. uh, like I said, man, crazy game. But we kind of figured it was going to be close. So, yeah. um, but like I said, the Chiefs get another win, man. So, before we get into the uh, the preview, man, let's check out the AFC, man, because we kind of did the, the NFC playoffs. So, let's do, let's do the, uh, the AFC playoffs, man. So, right now, we're looking at the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Ravens, my Ravens, and yeah, I did lock for the AFC South. So, uh, like I said, you got three spots already. Those are the Dolphins, the Chiefs, and the Ravens. So the mm-hmm. AFC South is tied, the three-way tie. The Jaguars are eight and six. The Colts are eight and six, and the Texans are eight and six. You know, so and then you got your Bengals at eight and six as well. The Bills are eight and six as well. So, like everything's starting to turn up. It's like the yeah, NFC's man. got a bunch of crappy teams that are like trying to fight, but it feels like the AFC teams are starting to like turn up. Like, yeah, man. And man, Cleveland, 
And Cleveland's sitting there at nine and five, dude. And they don't even have Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, and Joe Flacco said he's trying to go uh, to the playoffs again, bro. I mean, man. Uh, hey, I, hey, hey, bro. Hey, hey, Joe Flacco said he about to pop the pop the balloon at your parade, bro. <laughs> man, I hope not. I hope not. Dude, man. That that would like if there's a de- if there's a picture for the definition of suck, that would suck. <laughs> like, yeah. The guy who wins y'all your last Super Bowl ends up ruining y'all chances. <laughs> nah, and, and what's crazy is the Browns all season have had a crazy good defense. Like, yeah, their defense is solid. You got Miles Garrett back there. You you got talent, bro. Like, like, bro, and they got your boy too, man. Um, man, what's his name, dog? He was cold, man. He was cold with y'all. Uh, huh? He's a corner. Yeah, Delpit. There we go. Reed Williams. No, nah, they got Delpit. Oh yeah, Grant Delpit. Yeah, they traded for him. He's good too. Yeah, so. He's like really good, man. They got some pieces, man. They got some really good pieces. So I don't want to play those guys because I know how good their defense is. And Joe Flacco, well, is Joe Flacco, man. So I like, want to you know, get like your said, opinion Joe on Flacco something. Has always done this though. Like he's mm-hmm. not a he's not a regular season guy. Like you get mm-hmm. him to the playoffs, man. He's that good. If you could skip the mm-hmm. season and just play the playoffs, he would be the greatest quarterback ever. But he's not a regular season guy, man. But he's been looking good, man. So, uh, like I said, man, I don't want to play them, man. I, I will hope they get knocked off in the wild card so we can play someone else. But knowing how the Ravens go, man, we'll probably have to go. Y'all, y'all got somebody this week that I don't think y'all want to play either. So I think we might as well just talk about that game because y'all got y'all toughest test of the year, and it's not at home. Y'all got to go to San Fran and take on possible MVP Christian McCaffrey or Brock Purdy, in which could be a possible rematch from the Super Bowl. I see. I, 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 I see. I see the game, the uh, the the preview of it on uh, YouTube all the time. You know, Christmas. <laughs> I think it was that Christmas game, huh? Yeah, that's Christmas. Uh, Christmas night. Yeah, so seven o'clock prime time. All right, so all right. Well, I'm looking at this game, right? We're gonna break it down, right? So <clears throat> the 49ers are good, man. So they kind of tor- turned it around, right? They turned it around to the point where Brock Purdy is looking good. Right, he's looking like mm-hmm. you know he was early on in the season before they started taking losses. So now it's like, all right, they got the defense; they know that, right? So they're gonna be who they are. They're gonna run the ball and they're gonna take play action, and Debo's gonna go where he goes. He's not gonna do too much, but he's gonna do enough of everything for them to stay, you know, in the game. So. I expect them to, to to be a tough challenge, man. But Lamar is Lamar, bro. Like, Lamar on a mission. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you listen to him when he got drafted, 
the goal was like never to get paid. That was never the goal. The goal was to win a Super Bowl. So when everybody was talking about the money and this and everything, I was like, okay, it's still the goal, but you're gonna have to pay your quarterback, right? You know, it's just what yeah, it is. Yeah, you got the money, so now it's up there. Like now, like like that was even a part of the goal. But now I'm paid, so now I'm even more motivated to win, right? Because I got mm-hmm. to, you know. So I think it's it's good, it's great, it's a great game for Christmas, man. Super Bowl matchup, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Super Bowl so, rematch. Rematch, right? So, uh, but like I said, we'll get into that probably at the end of the show. But mm-hmm. we, matter of fact, we can get into it right now. We was beating the brakes off these boys that they had to turn off the lights. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bro, we was beating the living crap out of these dudes to the point where they had to blame Beyonce for the power going out. Okay, that that was surreal in itself. Just that in general, like how the hell y'all managed to let that happen? I was like, watching it live. I'm like, bro, come on, man! Like, we got ball to play, man. If y'all turn them lights back on, y'all didn't pay the bill. Like, what's going on? Like, I was like, bro, man, like, come on, man, because we was up by a whole bunch, man. We was killing them, dude. That just hit a, a 109 yard uh, kick return. So Jacoby like, Jones. Don't do that. And then the next year, they're going to let the Seahawks do that to pay Manning. Y'all should have turned the lights off. (laughs) Right? They should have turned that one off in the first quarter. Yeah, we should have turned the lights off in the first quarter. Like, okay, timeout. Let's restart the game. Because that's how bad that was. (laughs) At least they was – at least the 49ers was trying to fight back. But Mm I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm under the impression that my Ravens have – a really good defense, man. I really hope mm-hmm. we resign Patrick Queen. Uh, cause him and Roquan Smith are a crazy duo, man. Have you ever just watched them play as far as like linebacker play? Like nobody's a better duo than them. They just they they can they can blitz, they can zigzag on the blitz. I mean, you can't outrun them because they're that fast. And then they're good in coverage because they're really fast. So mm-hmm. that just allows you to kind of just do a diff- do some stuff, man. Like I, like I said, I don't think defensively we have a problem because I think you could put either one on them, either one of them to look at Debo all game. Mm-hmm. Because with, whether you like it or not, like Patrick Queen's fast and Roquan Smith is fast, so he's not gonna outrun them, right? The only problem would be like pulling guards because they're not really big like that. So as far as eating them up, you know, like a Trent Williams, like catching him and then getting through that. like That's a big boy, bro. Yeah. They so, not stopping Trent, bro. Trent's nasty. Yeah, like, so. No pass know, rush. Y'all going to have to. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have our hands full, obviously, but. I mean, it's a good game. A good I look forward to seeing, you know, uh, Lamar do his thing, man, because this is one of the games that you win that separates you in the MVP conversation. Yeah. You know For either guy. And honestly, if they both play well, then it's just a draw, honestly. 
as far as, you know, who's the favorite. But I think Lamar has been playing pretty good, man. So, uh, so is Purdy. But I feel like if you're looking at the whole season, if it had to come down to those two guys, I think that Lamar's just been playing even kill the whole time. Like a couple dips here and there, but nothing drastic like with Purdy. It was kind of like, oh, you know, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. And now he's back up here, you know? So I, I think I think it'll be a good game. I, I'm actually I'm excited because I really want the Ravens to win. Uh, because it'll set a good tone, you know what I'm saying, going into uh, the stretch run, you know, because you don't want to drop no games because the division lead's not that big, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. but I think it'd be a good game, man, especially prepare you for that playoff team. So, yeah, I'm looking forward sure. to it, man. Christmas Day, too, man, that's going to be nice. So, uh, they got another game that some people – would think could be a possible Super Bowl matchup. And, man, that's Dallas at Miami, both only sitting at four losses on the season. Dallas's offense is really going, going clicking right now. And Miami, man, last week, I mean, they didn't even have Jay, they didn't even have Tyreek Hill, and they, they beat the brakes off the Jets 30-0, man. So, I mean, I think they're both kind of in a zone right now. They're both kind of catching momentum, <laughs> especially at a really good point in the season. And I think this one could go either way, honestly. Well, I mean, you know, uh, like I said, I, I got my I got my Super Bowl pick, man. I would have I would have picked the, the Ravens, man, but I like I like the offense, man. I like uh the Dolphins offense, man. I wanna see a team just do that. Just be faster than everybody else on the field and just run past them all day. So I would have picked mm-hmm. the Ravens, but that offense just seemed like it's too much. And so far this season, man, a couple set for four games, it's been looking like that. And even for real, in the four losses, the offense really wasn't stopped for real. It was just their defense mm-hmm. came up too much, you know. So um, I, I like the uh, I like the Dolphins and Cowboys, man. It's a good game, uh, but. No, man. The Cowboys, I feel like they're going to Cowboy at some point. You know? Like, it looks... I don't think it's going to be now, bro. I think it's going to be in the playoffs. They're going to they're gonna finish the season on a good note and then put themselves in the... Dak's going to have to win the big game. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, man. My it's like They got so much momentum now. Like, they look good. But it's just like... That's what I'm saying. I don't know, man. Dak's been playing his tail off. I have to agree. I have to yes, agree. he's been playing MVPS, bro. Like, yeah, give him I gotta credit. give him credit when it's due. He's been playing really good, man. But I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to talk about him playing good right now <laughs> because if we say, "Oh, yeah, he's playing real good," yeah, he's gonna go playing really. He just bad. go like really bad, <laughs> you know. So. I don't know, man. I'm not sold <laughs> on it. But it should be a good game because the uh, the Cowboys did lose last week. So, uh, they come exactly. probably, probably mad this week. So, it'd be a good game, man. I don't think I don't for think Tyreek Hill played for real or if he played it all last week. So no, he was probably, out. He didn't play and they still dropped the 30 piece. Yeah, so, you know, he trying to get 2,000 yards. So, 
He's got mm-hmm. three games to do it, and I want to see it because I feel like if he gets 2,000, he might win MVP. Oh, yeah. Because not only did he get 2,000, he did it in one less game, too. So yeah. it'll be so it'll be kind of yeah. like you're doing it on the old schedule, in a sense. Exactly. So it's pretty much on par with what the record is right now. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like that. So I think it'll be good, man. I, I'm excited. I, I got my Ravens winning, but uh it's gonna be a good game. I mean I'm a Ravens, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about, <laughs> I'm thinking about the 49ers and, and, and Ravens game, man. But I got um I got the Dolphins winning this one. Yeah, gotcha. you got me hyped about that game, man. You got me hyped mm-hmm. about that game. Because I I forgot that we nope. played them in the Super Bowl. But you got me hyped about it. So uh, for our last game, it's kind of be going to be touching based on some teams we already talked about. But I think it could be a trap game for the home team. And that's Vegas at Kansas City, bro. I think the Raiders could really go in the arrowhead and spoil the Chiefs. And they could really go in there and beat them, man. Especially them playing on a high horse, dropping 63 on the Chargers last week. I'm not saying they're going to be explosive and drop 50 on the Chiefs. But I feel like if any team in this division is going to spoil the Chiefs, especially at this point in the season, it'll be the Raiders, man. Like, they're not untalented. They have talent. Especially if they just play as a cohesive unit and play anything close to what they did last week on offense. Chiefs are in trouble, man. For sure. Like, I, I think it's going to be a really underrated matchup that could go either way. I'm not saying I believe the Chiefs will lose, but, I mean, if I have to go percentage, I think it's 60-40. I think it's damn near 50-50. Like, I think this game could really be a nail-biter for sure. Uh, See, I like uh, I like the Raiders in this game, man. I do. I mm-hmm. like the Raiders in this game. Uh, just because they got some momentum, man. I feel like this is a game that you either you win and you just keep going, or you lose, but it's still a good it's still a good loss. It's not like a bad thing. Mm-hmm. If they show effort, like and really make this game ugly, I think they could win, man. But I mean, even if they lose close, I feel like this is a good stepping stone. Because you're trying to build into next year, right? Like I said earlier, they have a chance to make the playoffs. They do. It's a small chance, but still a chance nonetheless, right? So, but chances are they're not really going to make the playoffs. So they're building into next year. So I think you're looking at this, and Antonio Pierce should be the head coach next year, you know? So... He keeps stacking up wins, which they weren't doing with Josh McDaniel. Like, I feel like they've won maybe two or three games now mm-hmm. in the last four weeks. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, he looks like he's the dude. And the players like him, man. Like, so I feel like you're looking at this and he needs to really – they need to look at this game and really figure out if he's the guy or not. And I feel like if they win, he definitely going to get the job because it'd be seven and eight, right? But I feel like if they lose, they'll probably just wait until the offseason. But I feel like if they win, he's definitely going to be the guy. So, oh, yeah. So I'm looking at it like that, right? I'm not really worried about the Chiefs because, like, they're sucking, but a team like that, 
it's going to be okay. Like I said, so I just – I don't think they're going to lose this game. But as you said, it's a trap game because the Chiefs haven't really been playing that good. And this matchup really hasn't been that good for the Raiders either. So if you're the Chiefs, you probably come into this game a little bit overconfident. But I feel like, man, the way the Raiders could win this game, though, is making it ugly. I've been saying it. They can get the run game going, dude. Yeah, I've been saying it all year, Mm -hmm. bro. Like, they got three running backs, man, that are really good. Like, why make it complicated, man? Just keep the ball away from Mahomes all game. Pass when you need to. Two clock and two clock and uh control the line of scrimmage. That's all you have to yeah, do. Yeah, man. Two clock and throw bombs, man. It's the perfect strategy. That's all you do. Two o'clock, throw it long to whoever you got. Right? But at the majority of the game, just try to run the ball, man. Cause you got you got some good running backs, man. So I like that. I, I like the Chiefs winning, but I feel like it's Gonna be an ugly game, bro. I don't even think they might not break 30 points a piece, you know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be close, it's gonna be close and ugly because you're gonna have to make it ugly because you can't win a shootout with the Chiefs, not with O'Connell mm-hmm. at quarterback or O'Connell at quarterback. Like, you can't you can't win a shootout with him against the Chiefs, man. It never works. Everybody's tried to do it, you know. Uh, what's his name? Um. Josh Josh Allen tried to do it. He couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? The Ravens tried to do it a few times. They can't do it. So, I mean, you don't want to do a shootout with the Chiefs, man. So, you got to make it ugly. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. So, uh, like I said, before we get up out of here, man, let's talk about this some college, man. Um, So, your your LSU Tigers, man, finished uh, like uh, top fifteen in recruiting. I want to say I'm using uh on three top, as a source. Yeah, top fifteen, top ten, something like that. But it's like it's a good class, though. Good class. So what you what you think about your class, man, coming in? I mean, we don't have any five stars, but dude, we got a lot of four stars. A lot of really good guys. Uh, I'm going to touch base on a couple of guys. They got a guy, Tredez Green from Zachary. He's a dual sport athlete, tight end, stupid athletic, tall, big body, plays basketball, plays uh, football. Great hands, bro. He's six foot six, 225. Big athletic, freak athlete. I think he could really be that guy to kind of mirror and shadow uh, behind Mason Taylor. And I think whenever he hits the field, I think that's going to be definitely dangerous for them. Uh, we got a guy from our high school, four-star, think he's one of the top ten receivers in the state, Kylan Billiot, six foot three, 195, athletic, smooth, really good hands, man. He uh, he can, he can maybe see some playing time this year, man, in some degree. You never know. I think we're really deep at receiver, even though we're losing a few guys. Yeah. I think he could really be good as well. Uh, we got a guy from Duncanville, Texas, Caden Durham. He's only five foot nine, but he's 200 pounds. Dude's got some jets y'all on him. Fast, um, fast, fast. Yeah, I had another dude from Duncanville, too. Is that the same guy? Caden Durham, five foot nine, 195. Nah, man, y'all had a receiver from Duncanville too. 
I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure. He might not be. He might not be committed yet. But I, I don't know. think we. I think he's the only one we have right now. From. Yeah. Yeah, man. That'd be interesting. I, I'm about to look. I'm about to look it up. He's dude, He's the like. Obviously, our running back room is really good now. He's fast, bro. And he's strong. And when he hits the hole, it's like he just flips the switch. Like, nope, I'm going. I was just watching some highlights before I got on here. I mean, we got another guy, a linebacker, Tylen Singleton. He's really freaking good, too. Six foot one, 208 pounds, ball hawk. Just, you ever watch? I mean, even if you kind of talk about like Patrick Quinn and some of the guys who just, they just have a nose for the ball, they always find their way wherever the ball's at. Doesn't matter if the quarterback's got it in the pass game, running game. Always around the ball, kind of like Harold Perkins, and not to the same degree, but I think he'll be really, really good as well. But I'm really curious. I mean, we got a bunch of these guys coming in on offense, but uh, we don't have an offensive coordinator as of six hours ago because Mike Denbrock took the job to be the offensive coordinator at Notre Dame with Marcus Freeman. He's going back to Notre Dame. So now we have to find a new offensive coordinator I'd really like to. Uh, I'd really like to find a wide open guy to be able to run the offense, man. You got a guy who can sling the ball 50, 60 yards, if not more. You've got talent, and you've got running backs. So, I mean, you could do a lot of damage if you get the man, right guy back know, to call plays. You know, a hot take I would I would give right now for offensive coordinator, right? Not popular, but. Maybe he just needs another opportunity, man. I would y'all should look at Art Briles as an offensive coordinator, bro. Like, oh, bro, bro, man. Like, bro, think about that for a minute, man. Like the concepts that made y'all so good in nineteen. Imagine that with with him. No. I mean, you got a quarterback who can sling it, man. It's not like I mean, you got the weapon. So, I mean, exactly, exactly. So, imagine being able to use those concepts again, you know, and you're you're probably still not out the picture for a transfer portal guy like uh, Cam Ward or anything. So, you could use a guy like that who just left a system that was wide open, right? So, and Cam Ward can run, Joe Burrow could run. Then you might get a guy, one of your freshmen, or I think you still got Noah Kane, right? I think he's still there. Yeah, but he's not, even if he is, he's not seeing the field. Uh, we had a true freshman, Caleb Jackson, who got to see the field, and they're looking like he's going to be the starter. He's a tank, bro. He's solid, big body, just strong, so, runs really hard. Even, even if you did running back by committee. Even if you did that. Oh, we got a problem. We could do that. Yeah. So you having Art Browse as an offensive coordinator for LSU would completely change how teams defend y'all. Because I felt like mm-hmm. last year you you had Jaden Daniels and it was kind of just his show. He was just running around doing whatever he wanted to do, right? But having Art Browse, man. Y'all know y'all gonna pass for a lot of yards, but you're gonna be yep. so wide open that you could just run freely. <laughs> like, 
Like, bro, I'm telling you, I would love I'm, that. Well, I'm, I'm just more concerned. I'm more concerned to see what we're gonna do from a defensive perspective, honestly. Because if they don't run off our defensive coordinator, I'm very concerned because we got a lot of talent coming in in this recruiting class on defense, and I'm just scared that uh. I'm scared that we're going to waste another year of really good talent on defense if we bring back the same guy. That's what I'm afraid of. Well, all right. So I, I remember you saying uh, <clears throat> like a couple episodes ago, um, you was like, um, I was going to say Matt House. That's his name, right, Matt House? Mm-hmm. So um, their secondary took a hit this year, man, which is yeah. completely left. Right, like you, you don't expect that from LSU, right? And I think, I think, from my point of view, it was injuries, and that's pretty much the problem, you know, because a lot uh, of a lot of young dudes playing. Yeah, but the schemes we were running that he wasn't making adjustments. Like I'll even make I'll even make a point. Like when Jaden Daniels had that crazy game against Florida, and he was running all over them, and he threw for three fifty and ran for two fifty. That game shouldn't have been that close. But literally, they were running the same two, three different passing concepts over and over and over, just attacking the middle of the field where the linebackers were at. And they were not adjusting at all, like literally running the same kind of coverage. like, And they just could not cover it because he wasn't making adjustments. And that's why we kept getting beat. And Florida kept driving down the field and scoring points because he just wasn't. It's like it's crazy when you can see it from your couch, and obviously I'm not a coach and you're not a coach and we only know so much, but, I mean, anybody can see when you're not making adjustments and you continuously keeping you guys out of position. Look, if you're playing a really good team and you're not able to contain them, I'm not going to say anything about that because that happens. But when you're playing a team like Florida who at the time still hadn't fully figured themselves out, and you are letting Graham Mertz drive all up down the field on you, running the same plays over and over, that's very concerning, especially when you have talent. Yeah, we did have issues in the secondary, but they weren't even killing us in the secondary. It wasn't even at the second level. They were killing us five to seven yards out. That's the problem. Between that and we just couldn't get pressure up front from some of our guys on the line besides Wingo. I mean, but it's just concerning because, I mean, we have talent. Just like y'all have really good talent on defense, uh, y'all are better in the secondary than us for sure. But, I mean, everything else, we're really talented. And I just feel like I don't want to be in a situation again where we're underutilizing talent because you don't know how to adjust based on what the other the other team's offense is doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean um... – I get that. I get that. A different perspective because you you kind of watch them all the time. So, but now nah, I get that. I mean, I, I went through that what last year with Pete Golden. Like, <laughs> I mean, bro, like, dude. So I get what you're saying, man. When you're running the same thing and you got con, you got plenty of talent that you just like out of this world. And it's like, bro, why are we playing like this? We look so just, we look dumb. Like, we're not even playing like we're supposed to. Like, I, I couldn't stand, uh-huh. I, I couldn't stand Pete Golden. And at some point, it was cool because we play okay at times, right? But it's just like, uh-huh. man, when you look at Bama and you look at how, like, they play, it's just like not, you just know how they play. And that's not, that didn't look like that. 
I mean, teams dropping 40 on us that probably ain't scored 40 points in like 10 years against us. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just looked, it looked bad, man. So, I mean, yeah. it looked like Ole Miss was playing okay on defense. Yeah, but they allowed them to freaking stay in it, bro. We should have freaking finished that. And I think the thing that frustrates me the most is our defense was great last year. Our defense was ranked in the top 25, like in all statistical categories. And we lost people in the secondary. But, dude, the drop-off to be in the top 25 to fall to the bottom half of the FBS, that's the problem. Like, yeah, you can blame some of that on talent loss. But you still have plenty of talent. There's no way you should be dropping that far, especially you being a top, like a five-star, six-star program. There's no way you should have that much of a drop-off. Yeah, LSU got hella good talent, man. Like it's not, it should never drop off like that, man. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't think that at all. So I mean, I could see. I mean, I think Brian Kelly might give him a. a I think he'd year. give him another chance. Yeah, because I, if if he was going to make a change, he would have had to do that earlier, because yeah. you know recruiting and everything. But Unless he's planning on doing it after the bowl game. True, true. You could do it after the bowl game because then you'll have your recruiting pretty much done already. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't really need too much else after that. So you can definitely see a change, man. So I actually think we're pretty good at our coordinators on our side because Kevin Steele's old as hell. He ain't going nowhere because he's been cashing. <laughs> he's been cashing on that pension, man, because he's a he's a teacher of sorts. So. Like, because he worked in, like, the state of Alabama for, like, 20-something years or something or something like that. But he worked there early on in his career, Mm -hmm. so it just started adding up years. And then the fact he worked in Auburn for a little bit, so they just add some more to it. So it's like he already can cash in on his pension and stuff for being, like, a coach slash teacher or something. Something crazy. Mm -hmm. But all I know is he's old enough to cash in on his pension at Alabama, in the state of Alabama. So he ain't going nowhere. I don't think so. I think I think he'll be too old to be to be a head coach right now. <laughs> like I don't know. He's like like <laughs> he's Nick Saban's like seventy. Up, Nick Saban's like seventy two. <laughs> so he's sixty seven. So I, maybe maybe he could go somewhere. He's Mac Brown's too old. <laughs> Mac Brown. Oh, yeah, Matt Brown's still doing it. So, I mean, as long as you're not, like, doing day-to-day stuff and you're, like, CEO type, you know what I'm saying? Because I couldn't – I don't think Nick Saban would be able to do, like, the everyday stuff that maybe – Yeah, he, he's got too many miles on the tires. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, every day, like, I'm head of recruiting. I'm head of, like, this. I'm this and that. While coaching a position, too. And maybe calling the defensive plays like that's just like I said that's it's just too much. Uh, that's just too that's just too much. So I don't think he'd do that. But I think Tommy Reese is staying because I feel like he can just add more to it. Because if Indiana's calling, building his level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Indiana's calling to offer you a job, right, and you only been here a year, right? Imagine two years. With maybe two championships, maybe, maybe. Guess um, who's calling? Everybody. 
Yeah. Well, not everybody. It's true. But that changes the game, though. No, but you have a big variety of teams to choose from, for sure. Yeah, especially. You know what I'm saying? So, like, say you win a championship this year. You go in the next season. You know you got Miro coming back, right? So now you got mm-hmm. year two with him to just kind of see what he can do, man. Because if he gets good, then, hey, the sky. That is better on him. Huh? That looks better on his part. If he can turn him into a Heisman quarterback, that looks even better on his part, his resume. Exactly, man. So I think it'd be all right, man. So as far as like the commits that, that we got, I mean, we, we did okay. Like I said, we didn't beat Georgia for the number one spot this year. But I mean, that's because Georgia had like this crazy flip. Like they um they flipped a guy from uh Florida State. Uh, he's like a safety or something. Mm-hmm. And they flipped yeah. him. He's like a five-star guy. So the fact that we didn't get Eld- Edric Houston, uh, who ended up staying with Ohio State, um, and then they flipped him, just added more value. But we had such a big class last year that we kind of dropped in people that we was yeah. going to get. So it, it makes sense when you think about it. Like they had like 28 recruits. And then we ended up with like twenty five that are, mm-hmm. and then some people still didn't even sign yet. Um, so you never know. So then we got some reclassified people that uh, reclassified last year, and so they could get in on that recruiting class. And then we got one this year who's like a five star guy, but uh, he didn't sign, so he's gonna sign in February, which I thought was interesting. I was like. Well, don't you just want to get it over with? I mean, you kind of. No, that means he's entertaining. He's still entertaining other Yeah, offers, and then I thought there. about it like that, too. I was like, okay, because one of the guys uh, I was watching on YouTube earlier, uh, just kind of breaking it down, he was like, he reclassified. So now he's like a senior now. So he's entertaining all the offers that maybe he didn't get before. So mm-hmm. I think he still has some official visits to take and everything. So which is fair. Like I said, I don't think he says he's solid with Bama, but it doesn't hurt to entertain. You know what I'm saying? Don't hurt yeah. to entertain. You know because you never know. So I think it's I think it's cool, man. I, I enjoy actually National Signing Day, man. So I, I follow uh, a lot of them, man. They got so many, man. So and then on Twitter. Or X or whatever. I'd be following some of your your team people. So I really hey. I hey, I really like uh what's his name? T Bob A Bear. I think it was I forgot his Oh name. dude, T Bob and Jacob Hester, bro. They're they're really good. They were on that uh well Jacob Hester was on the 07 national championship team and then T Bob I think played I think on that team that played y'all in the national championship, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, but T Bob is funny, man. He is hilarious, man. I I I like him, man. He's a funny dude, man. <laughs> so I be listening. His daddy thinks he's funny. Yeah, Jacob Hester's funny too, man. He's a good one. He's a legend. No, I said I said I said T Bob's daddy thinks he's funny. Oh, <laughs> Bobby Abraham. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's his daddy then. Okay, okay. Would have never yeah, put would have never put two two and two together. That's pretty interesting, man. Mm-hmm. Bobby Abear played for the Saints. 
Mm-hmm. Like he's really good too. He's like in y'all top five of quarterbacks. Like couldn't win a playoff game though. Well, hey man, the Saints just couldn't do that at all. <laughs> so well, I mean, they were stuck in a division with the 49ers for a long time too. Yeah, bro, you're not doing nothing with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, not. <laughs> you're not doing nothing with that, bro. Like, nah, that's tough. That's a tough. That's a tough way to die every season. No, we just can't beat the forty. They had a really good defense, man. The Saints had a really good defense back then, but man, the offense just not so much. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> true. That's true. Nah, I mean the Saints had a good defense, man. I. I remember when y'all had uh, McKenzie, uh, Mike McKenzie. He was good. When they got him from Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, he was good. I remember that. Uh, I remember, obviously, y'all had um, Will Smith. Will Smith was good. R.I.P. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That was unfortunate, too, the way the way that happened. That was crazy. Um, was now, really I mean, we, we, we talk about uh Roman Harper and we talk about uh Aaron Sharper. We talk about him. We talk about <laughs> we talk about him. Uh but then Jonathan Vilma too. He was good. I mean yeah that's a bad Scott Fajita. Yeah Scott Fajita, Ricky Jackson. So there's some good players for the Saints man. So uh like I said man I, I just think that time was good. That time was awesome. Because the Saints was just building, man. They was building up, man. You know. And to think, dude, they almost went to the Super Bowl in 06. If they could have just finished that game with Chicago, man, you could have had Breeze versus Manning a few years earlier. Yeah, man. Yeah, Reggie Bush had to dive in the end zone, and that was it. You woke it up. <laughs> you woke it up, man. But but Reggie was nice, though. Reggie was good, man. I, I just wish. I just wish he would have learned how to run between the tackles a little bit more. Yeah. Because, yeah. and to his credit, man, everything in USC was wide open because the team yeah. was so much better than everybody else. He was able to run around everybody. He didn't have to run straight through tackles. He was able to hit the edge on tosses and counters and stuff and just run. He didn't have to run like HB dies and tackle and stuff like that. Like, yeah, man. But if he could, boy, that would have been good. That would have been good, man. Man, I'm really hoping that. Uh, I mean, we can kind of just talk about this for a second before we get off. Uh, I'm hoping he wins that lawsuit against the NCAA, man. I think that uh, some really shady things went down with a lack of evidence, and I don't think he did anything wrong, and I don't think it was ample for them to strip him of his Heisman Trophy, because one, even if something happened, it had nothing to do with what he did on the field, and two, I don't believe any of that stuff the NCAA said happened. I think they swept a lot of things under the rug, and they wanted to make a scapegoat out of him and make a point, and they had no justification, man. I I think he's got to be one of the top three most electrifying players in college football history. I mean, dude, me and you grew up watching that, and I don't think me and you could have ever put a word to describe what we were watching just besides crazy. And it just sucks, man. It's his freaking trophy, and he was quiet for so long. And now he's finally speaking up. I'm really proud of him. I'm hoping that he gets everything he deserves. I'm hoping they have to pay him out. And I'm hoping he gets all that recognition that he deserves because he definitely, he definitely deserves it, man, for sure. 
I agree. I, I agree, man. Uh, I agree. I think I think he deserved. Uh, I don't even know why he would. Why they won would strip him, and I don't even know why he would give it to him. That's I what I was saying. I would have kept it. I was like, bro, that's <laughs> wrong. You gonna have to come get this. <laughs> y'all can y'all can go make a copy, but I'm keeping the original. It's mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then what's crazy is okay, so you strip him of the Heisman, right? Okay, then change the record books. Give yeah, it they completely him. took him off. Like he did, like he cheated. Um, that's what blew me away. Yeah, like if you was gonna if you was gonna do that, you can strip him of the Heisman, but change the record books and give it to Vince Young. Like if you were really that mad at him for what he did, they were just being petty. Yeah, like if you really that mad, all you had to do was just you know he didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah. That's what I'm like. So I'm like, y'all didn't really wanna y'all didn't really wanna do that because it it's nothing that he did wrong. So y'all didn't want to take it the extra mm -hmm. mile and then give it to someone else because not only would that make them look bad, he earned it. He was just the craziest uh -huh. player of the of that that generation. So like I don't I don't think so, man. I just think I hope he wins too, uh, because like I said, man, the the NCAA is 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 dying anyway. So like I expect a lot of changes within the next five years in college football. Like I don't think it's gonna look the same in five years, man. Compared to what we grew up watching, it's not gonna look the same, man. So uh, like I said, man, but we get into that another time, man. Um, but I think the, like I said, NCAA is not going to be what we think it is, man. But like I said, man, this is our weekly show, man. Um, like I said, we're going to close it up, man. Uh, we had a great show, man. Great points, man. We got some NFL in there. Got some college in there. Got some recruiting in there, man. Uh, when we edit this video up, man, we'll have a lot more visuals. So you guys can know who we're talking about. Man. So. Uh, like I said, especially when we get into recruiting, because a lot of people may not follow it like that, and we might butcher some names too. So you might want to put a a name to the face, right? But um, like I said, man, great show, man. But before we get up out of here, man, anything you gotta say? Yeah, man. Uh, before we go, like we said again, fifteen thousand subscribers, very, very big accomplishment. I know some people are like, oh, that's not really a big, but I mean, dude. We're not working with the best of quality. We're just talking football like the only way we know how. And uh, we couldn't have done without you guys. 15000 is a really big accomplishment. And we just want to say thank you for all your feedback. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for the subscriptions, the likes, the comments. Dude, it's fun. And we really love talking to you guys. And we really appreciate all of y'all guys and everything y'all done for us. And for anybody new, man, like we said earlier, just drop a like, comment, subscribe, check out the playlist. Like I said before. If you don't want to watch videos, we have plenty of videos, college, pro, everything you can think of. If you love shorts, dude, we've got hella shorts. And maybe maybe you're like an audio guy. Maybe you want to plug something when you go to the gym. Maybe you drive a lot. Maybe you drive trucks. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, all that good stuff. You can just plug it in, pick it up where you left off, all that good stuff. Uh, but like he said earlier, don't forget to check out Out the Ball Network. Really cool guys over there. A lot of great content. And we will have a link in the description for BetUS. They can have a link and promotion, some free bets and things like that. Check them out. As well as um, don't forget to check Shopify. 
getting cold outside. Got a really cool hoodie. And if you guys want us to put some other stuff in the store, drop some comments. We'll get it put in there so you guys can get your hands on it. But thank you guys again. Don't forget, like, comment, subscribe. Man, couldn't have said it better myself, man. All right. I'm Cam. That's Brandon. This is a football frame of mind podcast. Signing off.